Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Are you serious? So it's Marcus Bronzy here from How to Kill an Hour, uh, day two of the main convention here at E3. And I'm very happy to meet Dave Ranyard, uh, who's a very big part of what Rebellion is putting together right now. How are you doing today? I'm very good, enjoying E3. Uh, it's a lovely day. It is oh, always a lovely day in California, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's jump straight into it. Uh, Arcus Path is one of the titles that we've managed to get our hands on. And you are known for your history in VR. What do you think you brought to the table with regards to Arca's path? So uh, what we wanted to do, actually my challenge to the team, if you like, was what can we do that will run on any headset? Uh, because, you know, that gives us a nice market to go for. Also, it removes some of the questions around how the control scheme is going to work and so on. And I have to say, I'm really, and I might have said, I don't know, a ball. <laughs> but the team came up with an amazing idea with Arcus, with Arcus Path and uh, what I'm really really pleased with is the intuitive nature of the control scheme and how beautiful it is and the soundtrack and the story uh, I'm proud of all those bits but I think the culmination of all those means you kind of put this headset on you're in a beautiful place and pretty much everyone you put the headset on and you don't tell them how to play it they just play it and very quickly they get what they're doing and then after a while they realise they can fall off a level and there's a bit of jeopardy but people are just intrigued a lot of people have said because E3 is famous for being very loud and brash and you know and it, the, a lot of people have described it as an, a, an antidote to E3 uh, which is quite a nice little, little sort of statement and phrase um, yeah so you know that's it really we've, we've tried to create something that's relaxing that's simple but challenging uh, and really enjoyable and perhaps a bit different to the other VR games that have been out so far and you know your history it only meant that you were behind some titles that were people's first experience ever of VR and I feel like you've designed Arca's path so that you could still appeal to people that still haven't tried VR because there are many people that have but there are also people that haven't tried VR how intentional was that? Oh yeah, I mean, we wanted to make we wanted to make something that that people who are really into games and VR could could get a lot out of, no doubt about that. And there's challenge, and if you want to get all the collectibles, you get time trials and things like that. But we also wanted it to be actually, you know, I haven't played VR or I'm not like a Twitch gamer, but this is a really enjoyable experience as well. So, and again, that's for us. It's about uh, opening up the audience um, and putting us in a slightly different position. I'm hoping that we perhaps will stand out a little bit compared to some of the other VR titles because it is that bit different. And uh, how did you work fusing story with kind of a skill-based 
game that you use your gaze to move this ball around the screen with. So we wanted uh, to have a light narrative that would drive you through the story. And actually, I mean, in the demo you've seen, it's, it's nice and beautiful, right? But if you saw at the end, you see some levels that are a bit more disrupted broken and so emotionally we wanted you to kind of go leave the shire and get to uh, what is it mount doom and kind of, and want to be getting back to that wonderful place want to be putting things right again so there's like a, a deep emotional driver there and then we wanted to have a very simple story we've not got any text no dialogue um, but we've got used like tips from graphic novels in terms of showing a showing story play out and it's kind of interesting that because we use panels for different parts of story but in VR you can have depth in the panels and it gives it a really cool effect it's like oh wow these things are moving and then your eyes drawn somewhere else um, so we, we just wanted to give that story and that emotional driver to keep you playing through it yeah I've got to say the, the parallaxing the way that the, the character moves with its background when, you, when you're when you kind of looking at the story uh, the comic I kind of call it you know uh, is really really cool one th other thing I love about the game is the music the sound is really important like you said there's no dialogue uh, was it Rafferty that, that you got a guy called Rafferty he's been amazing I mean really good and I love the fact that his work is kind of organic but also a bit glitchy which is a bit like the art style <laughs> so there's a really great map there and when we first heard his music we thought that that's it that's that's the one and he's been so good to work with um, and he's signed to Ninja Tunes a great label I've been a fan of Ninja Tunes for years so and actually it's a, an old friend of mine who uh, worked on SingStar with me who, who's the contact at Ninja Tunes so that's been a great opportunity to kind of work with an old friend bring in some more new talent uh, and the you know the sort of soundscape that he's created the team have really enjoyed you know building the stories to and building the levels to and it just felt like the whole thing then it, you know it's it's just a beautiful thing because of that as well you leave a lot of gaps for the imagination to take hold and that really has been drawing everyone in yeah yeah I, I think the simplicity you're absolutely right it's a mechanic that's easy to get and uh, you just know and even like it's a platform where you're going from a to b you know what you're doing you know it's very simple we just i don't know if there's any i think begin is like the only <laughs> instruction <laughs> so you know i'm very pleased with, with that but you know but uh, but it's also it's not um it's not like childish and i don't mean that it wouldn't appeal to children but it's got you know it's it, it's kind of got an element of sophistication in the graphics and the story uh, and the art style yeah it's appealing to, to a lot of people as well uh, I mean, I'm a fan of the game. Uh, all the other presenters that have been here today that I've seen uh, are a real fan of the game. Like they said, like you said, it's like a breath of fresh air. You know, everything's really hectic at the moment, especially at E3. And Arca's Path feels like a kind of meditational take <laughs> on VR. Uh, as an authority in VR, though, I'd like to call you Dave. Uh, what do you think the future of VR is going to be like then? So, uh, I mean, I love VR. I'm, I'm very interested in it. People sort of say, oh, is it stalled? Or I don't think so. I mean, year on year, things are getting bigger. I never thought it was going to be an overnight, oh, my God, tomorrow everybody's, you know. Um, and if you look at mobile, it took a while before, like, mobile games were, were taken seriously, right? Um, I think there's a lot of excitement. I think it's interesting to look at the market, the sort of mobile all-in-one headsets, like the Oculus Go, the Vive Focus, um, the Mirage. I think those will have a big impact because the price points are great. It's a Christmas present price point. You know, it's the same price as a DS, right? So there's a def people definitely like VR, uh, good quality content. It's been perhaps a challenge. And that, I think that's why PlayStation have done very well because the additive costs of the hardware is not too bad. Um, 
people who don't have that opportunity can now get a go or a, a focus I also think that the location based VR is very interesting so I don't know if you've done the, the Void Star Wars experience absolutely lo- it was it was ridiculously amazing I mean it felt like you know the combination of augmented reality and VR yeah and so I think those will be a big educator and uh, you know they're going to start to come into more and more uh, locations more and more of a cinema ticket price you go you have an amazing experience with your friends and you go and have dinner or drinks or whatever I think that will be a big educator for consumers as to the powers of VR and that will then contribute to them investing in home VR you know in a year or two years from now and just being in LA you know the entertainment industry are taking that location stuff really seriously because it's a huge opportunity for them there's lots of massive movie IPs that are going to be coming to a shopping centre near you (laughs) in the next sort of 12-18 months so I'm very interested in that as well I can see I mean I think is it AMC are uh, are putting in VR arcades in their cinemas there's a few companies that are going out there kind of like the old school arcades for gaming and doing that some there's different business models some are more like um almost like a mini theme park in that you go in you have an experience a bit like you might do a roller coaster but it's say 10 minutes in vr with your friends others are more like here's a place there's 20 vr uh pods and you can go and play like you might go or play space invaders or galaxians uh, and it'll be interesting to see how those play out. I think I think both will do well, actually, and I think it will all of it will contribute to a positive effect on home-based VR. Well, thank you very much uh, for the information, and also thank you very much for Arca's Path. I can't wait to share it with the article and our listeners. A very fresh take on VR. Thank you very much. I'm glad that you are enjoying it, and have a great E3. Will do. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with myself, Marcus Bronzy, and Mr. Dave Ranyard. 
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.